What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is Thursday, January 20th, 2022, and we have a lot to talk about all the way from MLK Day versus Memphis in Memphis with John Morant, Stephen Adams manhandling the Chicago Bulls who have been depleted as of late. Uh, Lonzo Ball having MCL surgery will most likely be returning in four to six weeks will not be missing the remainder of the season so that is good news but the injury is pretty significant and definitely something we need to take in consideration. Io DeSumo who has become one of Chicago's favorites and I've been telling you about this kid since his time in Illinois with the with the fighting him all night and, and, and it's definitely something to me to where this kid is proving proving that he is just not a trade asset. He is just not a second round pick. He can contribute to this team at an efficient and consistent level. And I'm loving every minute of it. He is he is defending some of the best of the best, whether it be Steph Curry, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, and so on and so forth. And the kid is holding his own. We have so much more to talk about the Zach Levine injury, the Patrick Williams possible return, possible trade. Now that Lonzo Ball will be missing four to six weeks, Kevin Durant will be missing four to six weeks. A lot of guys are going down. A lot of guys are banged up right now. We have so much to talk about and I'm all for it. Now, the Chicago Bulls, like we said last time we were talking, you know, first of all, I wanted to say this because I didn't get a chance to say it during our first episode on Monday on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, I I wanted to say happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I I meant to do it. I meant to cover the Memphis Bulls game, post game after, and I was going to do a whole conversation about it there. Um, and, And I truly do apologize for being late. I truly do apologize for not getting that episode out there. I got super caught up with work, super caught up with school. School just started. Um... You know, and and I I got some family members with COVID right now. I got a lot going on, a lot going on um, in my personal life. And that is not an excuse. That is just my reasoning. I wanted to tell you guys I meant to make a whole video about it. And and you know how much I love um, advocating for things and and just, you know, just loving those type of stories. Um, So, yeah, again, happy belated Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The people's champ, the man of all people. You love everything about it. You love the history behind it. You love that. Memphis gets that love. Memphis gets that credit at least once a year. Um, and, and it's definitely something that I think, you know, will be carried on for generations and generations to come. And, and I love every minute of it. Um, with that being said, Memphis versus Chicago. What a fucking game. By the way, shout out to my boy from In Off The Bench Podcast, Randy, for sending me my own Stephen Adams Picking up Bradley t-shirt. My boy bought me one. He's from Memphis. He's a diehard Memphis Grizzlies fan. Jim Cross, Randy Jowers, Daniel Brown, all of my guys. I love every minute of them. They're my guys. Um, and if, if I butchered your guys' name, please just know. Um, I, was, I was literally just fighting off a cough just now. So um, I, I do apologize for that. I was trying not to cough on, on, uh, on the pod. But um, with that being said... Um, it's definitely something to where, you know, I I do podcasts with those guys for their podcast. If you haven't checked it off in off the bench, they are your best go-to podcast for finding college baseball talent, whether it be in Memphis, Mississippi, Tennessee, or all around the world. They do amazing work. They're going to be talking to one of Rob Gronkowski's brothers very soon. They've been talking to amazing people all year long. They are kicking it off strong. They are going strong. They have a great listening, a great fan base. I'm on there from time to time, at least once a week. You can find that on ASAP Plus. 
Um, but with that being said, you know, like like I said, you know, we're getting right into it. Let's talk about the Memphis game. The Chicago Bulls lose to the Memphis Grizzlies 119 to 106. John Morant, you know, one of my favorite players in this game, um, just cooked us. He just cooked us. Like, let's be real. Let's call it for what it is. John Morant in 32 minutes had 25 points, three assists, and four rebounds. Steven Adams had 23 minutes, two points, six assists, and 10 rebounds. And one amazing pickup, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Uh, Jackson Jr. had 25 minutes, 14 points, zero assists, and five rebounds. Williams had 18 minutes, two points, one assist, three rebounds. Um, Bain had 25 points, Four assists, three rebounds in 29 minutes. Conchar had nine points, one assist, five rebounds in 23 minutes. Kyle Anderson had four points, two assists, five rebounds in 21 minutes. Brandon Clark had 20 minutes, seven rebounds, two assists, 15 points. Uh, Jones, Tyus Jones, he's one of my favorites in there. Um, 11 points, eight assists, one rebound in 20 minutes. Melton had 10 points, one assist, four rebounds in 15 minutes. Aldama had four minutes, zeros across the board. Culver had two points, one assist, one rebound in four minutes. Matthias had four minutes, zeros across the board. And Tillman had four minutes, zeros across the board. But Memphis, all around, nobody really had an amazing game outside of, obviously, John Bain combined for 50. Um, Jackson, you know, does his thing with an easy 14. Clark with a 15. Melton and Jones for 10 and 11 um but all around like they, they really no one really exploded no one really went crazy um I loved watching Ayo Desumu play against John Morant that was an amazing amazing matchup I feel like those two kids you know they they they're they're dogs they have dog mentality in them they are fighters um they they understand you know where they come from and the schools they come from aren't traditionally the greatest um, when it comes to producing basketball products, but they're out there and they're performing with the best of them. And Ja is at a point to where he's an MVP candidate. He's living up to being the number two overall pick. And honestly, it's showing to why I was one of the only people saying that he should be the number one overall pick. Let's be real here, though. If I wasn't from Chicago, I probably wouldn't have said that. The only reason I said it was because he reminded me so much of Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook and, and other guys like that. Whereas with Zion, I, I just it, it was solely dunking. It was solely dunking. And that's what it was. Um, and, and obviously, Zion has different intangibles to his game that he does very well, too. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from him, but I just felt like Ja was the more complete player. He had a higher ceiling. Um, and, and Zion just had a lot more to work on from that perspective. So, you know, especially with if you if you think about it at the time, um, you look at it and, and Anthony Davis was still a New Orleans Pelican. So they didn't need another guy like Zion. Really, they needed John Morant, a point guard for Anthony Davis. But obviously, they already knew Anthony Davis was out the door. He had already pretty much requested a trade. The L.A. Lakers trade was pretty much you know, inevitable and was going to happen. Um, and I guess taking John Morant doesn't make sense at that time. Um, because you knew you were probably going to get Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, so on and so forth. Um, you know, you would have ended up probably having to take Kuzma instead of Lonzo. And for Anthony Davis, I don't know if that's really worth it. But what would you guys think of a lineup right now of, you know, John ja Morant, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, um, Valanchunas, and, and others? You know what I mean? Like, it, it would be a pretty solid squad. Like, we can't even deny that. that that's just the reality of it. Um, so, so you have to look at it and Josh Hart. So you have to look at it from that perspective. Um, it, it, it could have, it could have worked. I think it could have worked. That could have, that could have been a lot better than it is right now. Cause at least, you know, Josh playing Zion is still not healthy, still not playing. 
Um, but with that being said, like let's let's get right into it. Let's talk about the Bulls, baby. Billy Donovan and the Chicago Bulls. Obviously, Zach Levine, uh, Lonzo Ball, and Alex Caruso did not play in this game. Alex Caruso is back. He is healthy. The headbanded goat is here. We love everything about it. White Mamba. Uh, DeMar DeRozan in 33 minutes had 24 points, 5 assists, and 0 rebounds. McKinney had 15 points, 3 rebounds, 0 assists, and 2 points. Nikola Vucevic had a quiet night. 30 points, or 30 minutes, pardon me, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, and ladies and gentlemen, without Levine, without Lonzo, and without Caruso, Vooch had a whopping 7 points. That is unacceptable. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Ayo Desumu with an amazing game, 38 minutes, 10 rebounds, 15 points, and 6 assists. What an amazing game, and 5 steals, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what an amazing game from Ayo Desumu. He's just continuing to play his game with an amazing double-double. He's had back-to-back double-doubles. The other night, he just had 21 points and 10 rebounds. Um, and now he has another double-double for 15 points and 10 rebounds. You'll love to see it. The kid is, is, is fighting for his minutes. Um, him and Kobe White are both flourishing right now with Lonzo Ball out. So that makes me really confident in what's going on. Um, but with the Lonzo news, it, it doesn't make me as confident about the Patrick Williams situation because for the trade deadline, it would look like Pat is probably the odd man out because we would need both Io and Kobe until Lonzo gets back. And even when Lonzo gets back, who knows how healthy he's truly going to be. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, that's a conversation for a little bit later into the episode. But um, I'm really loving what I'm seeing from Io DeSumo right now. I give him all the credit in the world. He's doing amazing things. Um, and, and it's honestly, I'm just so happy for the guy because he deserves every minute of it. The masked bandit, what he did at Illinois, uh, for Urbana champagne last year in March madness was amazing. We covered it here. And for him to end up being a Chicago bull with Billy Donovan, Arturis and everybody else, it's just full circle. And and I'm I'm getting an IO Jersey as soon as possible, as soon as possible. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, I, I love the kid. I think he's going to be a steal. I think he'll be the one that got away from so many other teams. You look at the Boston Celtics, you look at a bunch of, like, even the LA Lakers and so many other teams that could have picked up Ayo Dusumu and, and we landed him. And, and I think at the end of the day, um, he's flourishing, a Chicago native, a Bulls fan at heart. Um, you just love to see it. it it's, it's literally an, another Derrick Rose story. And, and obviously there's a difference between being the number one overall pick um, and being a second round pick. But it, it's definitely something that's just so much fun to watch. And I know he's loving every minute of it. We're loving every minute of it. And he is really killing it off the bench. Now, speaking of the bench, we are going to be talking about our sponsor very quickly because we have reached 10 minutes into the podcast. Um, bench Mob Chicago. If you don't know Bench Mob Chicago, Bench Mob Chicago is my favorite uh, Chicago Bulls related fan page ran by an amazing individual. Um, you know, based from Chicago, born in Chicago, diehard Bulls fan his entire life. If you don't know Benchmob Chicago, you can go on my Instagram. I support them all the time, whether it be Mike Huggies Instagram. Uh, you know, obviously it's my name spelled wrong. So definitely check that out. Um, follow me there. Do everything you got to do. Do whatever you have to do, and you can definitely find Benchmob Chicago, whether it be on my Instagram, whether it be on my Facebook, wherever it may be, you can definitely check it out. You can go on Mike on the Mic podcast on Instagram. I always post, I always repost everything about Benchmob Chicago. They cover everything from games, stats, box scores, injuries. They just cover the Lonzo Ball stuff. They'll tell you, you know, pregame predictions. They have Bench Mobber of the Night, which is my favorite segment of Benchmob Chicago. They basically do Bench Mobber of the Night. The last 
last couple nights, it has been Io DeSumo. Kobe White was holding the title for a while. Let's be real. For a while, he was holding the title. Um, but Io DeSumo has taken it the last couple of nights with his back-to-back double-doubles and amazing games. Um, you know, it's just so much fun. They're amazing people. They make amazing merch as well. You can check out their merch. They've sent me a couple care packages, wristbands, hoodies, t-shirts, so on and so forth. They make amazing stuff. So again, Bench Mob Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, definitely check them out. See Red, support the system, support everything going on. Um, and let's get back to the video. Now back to the video. From a Chicago Bulls perspective, we've already gotten into it just a little bit um, about how everyone performed during this game. You know, we're going to continue talking about who played well and who didn't. Um, but let's talk about Kobe White's performance and, and how he stepped up in 32 minutes without Alex Caruso, without Lonzo Ball. He had 16 points, five assists and six rebounds. What an amazing game from Kobe White. He's really stepped up. He's really starting to get back into rhythm and back into who he used to be. But this time at a very consistent rate, he's been very solid for a very long time. And that was that was really the only concern about Kobe White going into it. Um, I think once Kobe White realized, um, and, and more so Billy Donovan, that he's more of a two, uh, a two guard than a, than a one, a traditional one, he's not the greatest point guard, but he is a scorer at one. Um, so it, it, playing the one, obviously. So having Alex Caruso run that offense in that second unit, it, or I, even Ayo Desumu, um, you, you really do start to see it from that perspective. You know, when you need someone to be a field general, when you need someone, a floor general, pardon me, not a field general, um, NFL playoffs really fucking me up lately, but it's something to the point to where once you let him just be him and let him be the scorer that he is, and he could still pass at an effective rate. Like the kid, the kid's not lost. You know what I mean? Like he's not lost at the position. It's just not his biggest strong suit. Um, so once you let him just be him, Kobe White has flourished. So Ayo Desumu, Kobe White are your bench mobbers of the week. Um, now you have Hill. Hill, we brought in Malcolm Hill. He's, he's you know, doing his thing. Um, but whatever. Uh, 30 minutes, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, and 12 points. Thomas, 23 minutes, 13 points, 2 assists, and 1 rebound. Brown had 21 minutes, 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 0 assists. Marco Samanovic, who just got brought back down in back to the G League in the Windy City Bulls, had 4 minutes and zeros across the board. And then the man of the hour, Tony Buckin' Bradley. <laughs> Tony Bradley had 14 minutes, 3, three points, 2 rebounds, 0, or no, Three points, two assists, and zero rebounds. Pardon me for messing that up, but I'm just so excited to talk about it. And one getting carried off and manhandled by Steven fucking Adams. Now, Tony Bradley obviously got into it with John Morant, um, and, and they started beefing. They, like, there was going to be a fight. You know, Tony was not fucking playing. Ja doesn't fucking play that shit. Ja's down to go. Um, we all know how he is, and, and that's not a shot at Jaw. That's just me being real. Like, Jaw's a real dude, and that's why I love him. Uh, he reminds me so much of Derek. He reminds me so much of Russ. He reminds me so much of others when it comes to that mentality of just being a dog and being and being real and, and being who he is at the end of the day, and I love every minute of it. Um, but Tony Bradley was not fucking with it, was not fucking with it at all. Steven Adams picks up single-handedly, one hand, one hand picks up a 270-plus-pound man who's over, what, 6'9", something like that. Like, Tony Bradley's huge. He picks up a center with one hand and carries him off the court. Fucking insane. It was the craziest thing I've seen. My boys from Memphis, David, Daniel, um, not David, Daniel. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm tweaking out. Um, Daniel, Randy, and Jim 
we were all talking about it. We were bullshitting about it. Um, it was so much fun and Randy was actually kind enough to send me a t-shirt version of it and, and Randy I want to just say shout out to my boy um, I'm gonna wear that every single day at the gym I'm gonna wear that as much as possible because it's my favorite fucking photo. I love Steven Adams I've been looking there's two jerseys and, and this is for my fans You guys don't gotta ever get me anything, but if you ever see it shoot me a text I'll buy it myself um, because I don't want you guys spending your hard-earned money on me. But if you ever find a signed Jimmy Butler jersey or a signed Steven Adams jersey, please, please let me know. Um, because I've been looking for them everywhere, all over the internet, marketplaces, Facebook market, everywhere. And it just, it just makes me feel like they don't maybe traditionally sign jerseys. Um, but with that being said, you know, it, it, it was definitely a crazy fucking moment. It was a crazy moment. Um, so the Chicago Bulls obviously did drop this game. That's really unfortunate. Um, we kind of expected it. You know, we're on a four-game losing streak. You hate to see it. We just won nine straight. Now we lost four in a row. Um, and and honestly, it's not it's not looking bright. You know, Lonzo's out four to six weeks. The only plus side is Kyrie Irving can only play away games. And Kevin Durant's out for four to six weeks as well. And possibly even longer because they want to make sure that his MCL is okay. Um, and it's just like Lonzo to the point to where... It's, it's a serious injury. Now, now KD's is just a sprain. Lonzo's is a small tear. Uh, Lonzo Ball, if you didn't know, we found out this morning on January 20th, 2022, he is opting in to get surgery for it. You know, there's two ways it could go. It could be like Zach Levine with his uh, small thumb tear and just play through it or just rest up and then hopefully it closes on its own. Nothing uh, for the surgery. Sorry about that. Um, but it, it's definitely something to where I think that's better than not doing it. Um, because the biggest thing about that to me is I'd rather have you from a doctor's perspective, take care of it, uh, than just sit and hope, okay, maybe hopefully it'll be perfectly fine by the time he comes back. Like at least this way we know he's going to be okay. He will be available come playoffs and the Chicago Bulls are still the number one seed. We're still the number one seed despite losing four games in a row, despite losing Levine, Caruso, Lonzo, and so on and so forth. Despite every single person on the team getting COVID basically, um, every single guy has returned and, and, and is going to be better. Zach Levine will be returning soon. Uh, he did not play against Cleveland, but they say he will be playing in a couple games uh, from now. So I'm excited about that. I think Kobe and Io are definitely going to step up and they're definitely going to be a big part of this team. Um, Io's defense is huge to me. I think he's really becoming into his own. Um, I love every minute of it. Obviously, we pointed that out before, but prayers up for Lonzo Ball and the Lonzo Ball family. Uh, big baller brand for life. We're here with you. Get healthy. Don't force yourself to come back too fast. That's the, that, that, that was the one thing. That was the one thing we talked about when we brought in Lonzo and we had the conversations last year is, can he finish the season healthy? That's always kind of been his problem. Uh, even since, you know, his his UCLA dates or even his LA Laker dates, like in then New Orleans and now Chicago, like it's always towards the end of the season where Lonzo's body just gets a little banged up, you know, small tears and here and there, nothing major, um, you know, to this part in his career, but it, it's definitely come down to the point to where it's definitely noticeable. So for it to happen now, I feel like it's better than not, you know, we're taking care of it. By the time the playoffs come, I don't care if we're the number one seed or the number eight seed. I'm confident in this team, whether it's one through eight or even the play-in, to be able to beat anybody. And I truly do believe that. I think Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat are our biggest test. Uh, then I give it to the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, it's 1A and 1B. I don't know. You, you can put it any way you want it. Obviously, you got to beat the champs to beat the champs. So I would say Milwaukee, Miami, then Brooklyn, because I feel like in a seven-game series, 
no uh, bubble, no uh, no vaccine for Kyrie Irving, I think the Bulls get the advantage. Um, but obviously, it's it's still going to be a fight. It's still going to be a dogfight. Now, next up, we actually have a very surprising team. The Chicago Bulls just beat them without Lonzo, without Levine. Alex Caruso's first game back since getting COVID and his first game back at the United Center. The Chicago Bulls defeated the 27-19 Cleveland Cavaliers 117-104. to Laurie Markkinen looked pretty solid. I can't even deny it. I, I can't even deny it. Laurie Markkinen had 28 points, 0 assists, 7 rebounds in 33 minutes. Evan Mobley, who was an amazing draft pick um, and someone I wish the Chicago Bulls could have picked up. Uh, 18 points, 2 assists, 5 rebounds in 31 minutes. Jared Allen had 6 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists in 36 minutes. Garland had a double-double, 20 points, 12 assists, 5 rebounds in 40 minutes. Okoro, Isaac Okoro had 8 minutes, 3 assists, 0 rebounds in 29 minutes. Kevin Love had 13 points, 4 assists, 8 rebounds in 21 minutes. Osam had, uh, Osman, pardon me, had 2 points, 1 assist, 1 rebound in 17 minutes. Winder had, Windler had 5 points, 0 assists, 3 rebounds, or 2 rebounds. Um, in 17 minutes, Goodwin had 11 minutes, zero rebounds, two assists, and four points. Davis had two minutes, zeros across the board. Pongos had two minutes, zeros across the board. And D. Wade, whose name is Dean Wade, um, had two minutes, zeros across the board. But man, if it was D- if it was the Dwayne Wade, this team would definitely be a finals contender. Um, but with that being said, you know. Let's talk about Cleveland and, and why that's serious. Like, Cleveland is a lot better than people think. And, and even Garland, you know, made it a point um, last night in one of his statements that they're doing something for the first time that they haven't done, you know, in the Le- since the LeBron James era and, and prior to the LeBron James era. Like, it's crazy. Um, Darius Garland had this to say, quote, having our own legacy without having anything with LeBron to do with it. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Um, and, and that's end quote. But it, it basically was the question of the Cavs' first potential non-LeBron playoff berth since 1998. Um, this is via the stadium. But it, it, it's definitely va- it's definitely valid. It, there's validity to it. And, and there's a lot that goes into that because LeBron James was the focal point of what made that team go, what made them relevant again. Um, whether that be all the way from 2003 on, that's definitely something that, you know, you have to take into consideration that they haven't made the playoffs once since, you know, in my lifetime without LeBron James. And, and, and obviously, you know, LeBron's been playing the majority of my life. I only had, what, two, three years without him in it. Um, but it, it's definitely something, at least from an NBA level, um, you know, it, it's definitely something you have to hold to be true that, these guys, you know, are doing something right now that people haven't seen in a very long time. It's the same concept of when Derrick Rose kind of brought the Bulls back on the map after the Jordan 90s era. Um, it is true. It really is true. Um, and that's exactly what they're doing. And now we're starting to do it again since the Derrick Rose era. It's different. Um, it's not, it doesn't hold as much, you know, stock to it as the Jordan era did, but it's definitely still true. You know, the Levine and the, and the DeRozan and the Lonzo era, it's definitely... And the Vooch era, it's definitely something to where we look at it and we have to understand that this is happening and this is something that's very different from what we're used to. We're used to the two three-peats and the dynasty and running the 90s, but let's hold true to who we are and, and understand that this is a new era and this is something fun. So I'm loving this Cleveland team. They're doing it without Colin Sexton, who tore his ACL. They're doing it without Ricky Rubio, who tore his ACL. And both of those guys were really flourishing and, and, and running a part of those offenses, and, and they're still doing it. Uh, they traded for Rojan Rondo, and, and it's been nothing but success. 
Um, Rojan Rondo did not play in this game, unfortunately, but it's definitely something you have to look at and you have to understand that they're doing a lot with what seems like a little, but it's not a little. It it really isn't. They have a great team. They have a great constructed roster. I love every second of it. Um, they're just not big names yet. Like Isaac Okoro is a great, uh, three and D guy. He's, he stretches the floor. He does his job. He's a great defender. Now, obviously from a... What, what, what am I going to say? From a scoring perspective, he's not going to be out there giving you 15 to 25 a night. Um, but then Evan Mobley does the same thing. He stretches the floor. He spaces it out. He does his thing. So those two being on the court at the same time is amazing. Um, even if they're not at the same time, you know, one's running the bench, one's not. You know, you have Jared Allen. You have other guys that are doing this. It's a big team. Garland's doing his thing. If they could potentially trade for a Ben Simmons, um, you know, I, I, Colin Sexton, Ben Simmons, or no, Colin Sexton picks and Ben Simmons. I mean, I obviously Philly's not going to take it. Philly thinks Ben Simmons is some kind of God. Um, it is what it is. And that's no shot at Ben, but it's just like, dude, I've seen Anthony Davis traded for far less than what these guys are offering. They wouldn't even take Buddy Heald and all these other guys from Sacramento. They wouldn't take, they won't take anything. They won't take anything. We're not even going to get into it, but they're a fucking mess. Uh, that's a conversation for a different day. But, um, yeah, it's definitely something to where I'm very proud of the Chicago Bulls team for beating a team like this. Um, Laurie Markkinen, got to give him props where he's due. He's, he's finding his groove. He's finding his mark. Laurie's definitely stepping up. And that's another guy who's not a big name, but at one point he was. You know what I mean? Before Zach Levine came back from his ACL tear, um, it was Laurie Markkinen's team pretty much. You know, we, we thought it was 1A was, from the Jimmy Butler trade was Laurie Markkinen and B. 1B or even 2 would be Zach Levine because there wasn't that much stock in who Zach Levine was at the time. You know, he was a, a two-time dunk contest winner. Uh, you knew the kid was athletic. He could jump out of the room. But after tearing his ACL, you really didn't know how much more game he had left in him um, other than his athleticism. And he's completely changed that narrative and transformed himself into a potential two-time All-Star, hopefully a two-time All-Star. Um, but with that being said, like it, it still is true that, you know, Levine took over and I feel like now that you know Lori has an opportunity to be that face and be that number one somewhere else I feel like he's thriving um but yeah with the Chicago Bulls DeMar DeRozan 30 points seven assists and two rebounds in 36 minutes McKinney two points zero assists and zero rebounds in five minutes very disappointed in him um Vucevic had a great game Vooch Vooch bounced back very well and he normally does but I just I can't have seven points from Vooch when when Levine and Lonzo aren't there um that's just fucking insane um 24 points 12 rebounds three assists in 37 minutes Ayo Desumu another amazing game bench mobber of the night Ayo fucking Desumu 39 minutes 18 points eight assists and three rebounds love Ayo Desumu I'm here for it. I'm riding the wave Kobe White 38 minutes 16 points three three assists and four rebounds Brown had 26 minutes six points six rebounds and zero assists Thomas had 24 minutes one rebound two assists and eight points Alex Caruso returned to the United Center had nine points two assists three rebounds in 23 minutes Bradley had 11 minutes six rebounds zero assists and four points and Malcolm Hill had two minutes and zeros across the board, but Billy Donovan and the Chicago Bulls came out and played strong defense, played great ball, and I loved every minute of it. And they were down. They were down in the third quarter. Um, They were down by at least, what, 12, 15 points, and they came back and they fought, and they ended up winning by over 10. Like, that is... 
that is the epitome of what this team is. And, and without Lonzo, without Levine, without um, Patrick Williams, like they're, they're really doing their thing. And, and I'm really proud of them. Um, and I love every minute of it. And, and I feel like it was just a great overall game. Um, and, and I think this speaks volumes to how good this team really is. So once Levine gets back, obviously we're going to have to go a month or, two, or a month or more, about a month and a half without uh, Lonzo Ball. And hopefully by the time Lonzo gets back, Patrick Williams won't be too far off. Or maybe we trade Patrick Williams. We'll see what happens. Jeremy Grant, I have a theory. Maybe you trade Patrick Williams for Obi Toppin and Mitchell Robinson. I feel like that could be something that we could explore. That's a conversation I'm willing to have. Um, Obi would definitely be a great presence, a great size presence. Um, and Mitchell Robinson would be that big we need on the bench very badly. Um, so you look at it, and, and I don't know how financially that would work. Um, but maybe you trade Brown, maybe you trade Bradley, who knows, but you would think about it as Patrick Williams and probably a first round pick, um, a later first round pick, um, for Obi Toppin and Mitchell Robinson. So your starting five is Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Obi Toppin, and Nikola Vucevic. Your bench in no order, because I don't, you know, you could flip it any way you want. Um, Alex Caruso, Io DeSumo, Kobe White, Javante Green, and Mitchell Robinson. Then you have Bradley and Brown, whichever one stays. I think one of them would have to go to make that money work for Mitchell Robinson's salary. But um, it, it's definitely something that I think this team would be solid. Billy Donovan would be thriving to have another big man, two big men, really. Um, we got a dunker again, another Skywalker um in uh in Obi Toppin so I love that I think he'd thrive here I think he'd get a lot more opportunities um and I love Patrick Williams I don't want to see Patrick Williams go um but I do feel like with Lonzo Ball being out in the trade deadline being fairly close um at following the all-star break um it's definitely something to where you have to look at it and say he's the odd man out because we can't afford to lose Kobe and Lonzo or or Ayo and Lonzo for, for a long period of time. We're just not that deep at the position. Um, but yeah, with that being said, guys, that's all I really have for you today. We're going to continue fighting on. We have a decent stretch of games coming up soon. Um, I just wanted to get that out there about the Lonzo stuff. We have the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow in Milwaukee, the Orlando Magic, the OKC Thunder, the Toronto Raptors, the San Antonio Spurs, the Trailblazers, the Magic, and a few other games like the Raptors and Pacers. Um, we, have a, we have a decent stretch, so I feel like we'll be all right. Um, we got to keep doing what we're doing and keep believing in ourselves and believing in this team. See Red, like I said, you can check me out on the ASAP Network. You can check me out on 1252 Entertainment, Chicago Sports with Fat Mike. I'm going to be having my own show on there soon. Mike on the Mic will be branching out over there as well. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's an honor to be there. Thank you. Thank everybody for the opportunity. Um, and with that being said, thank you guys for listening.